0: all right hello everyone i'm nate went from the saint charles business alliance joined here with laura purdy also from the saint charles business Alliance, and then uh jeremy teal from uh riverlands brewing company here in saint charles we're here to talk about some uplifting and positive stories especially things uh, concerning riverlands so uh jeremy talk to us about some things that you guys are doing to help support the the community yeah um First of all, you know, we as a brewery have a tap room here in St. Charles. that's obviously been closed down for the last few weeks. And, um, you know, when when you have a tap room uh, that's very important to your business, it's really it's hard to kind of picture what your business is like without that. It's kind of a, a center for the community to come to and gather around the table and and, you know, decompress after a long day of work and those kinds of things. And so it's been kind of tough for us to try to figure out um, at first what we were going to do to, to keep the business moving and, and to kind of. Keep supplying um, our product to the community. So, what we've basically done is had to pivot our our operation completely um, from something that was a majority uh, of our revenue from the tap room into a to go service. So, we uh, have our crawlers; they're the 32 ounce cans. Um, we've converted our tap room into basically a, a efficient way to can as many of these as we can every day. Um, we created an online store that's on our website, riverlandsbrewing.com. So people can go on there, order it very easily. We can prepackage it, have it ready to go. They already paid online. They show up, we bring it out to the curb. They never have to come inside the taproom or leave their car. Um, very minimal contact. We deliver everything, um, you know, gloved up and, and ready to go. And we just place it right in their car and they're good to go. Um, so, you know, in that respect, it's, it's trying to keep, supplying our consumers and our guests with the product that they love. And that we're very grateful that they have uh, really shown up and, and helped us out in that way. Uh, and then at the same time, we're trying to do some other things to kind of help out the community as well. So for example, well, um,
1: well, one, one thing I want to um, kind of talk about is that, that your, um, your operation was centered around the tap room and you uh, did some outside events. And I think one thing that people, They realized, oh, okay, so Riverlands pivoted and they did something different. But one thing that really hit me and the reason why I wanted to bring you on here is how much you realized that it doesn't just affect you guys. It affects the people that you do business with. So yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you wrapped your arms around um, not only the tap room, but the people that you do business with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of our, um, you know, the, the craft beer community is such a tight knit community to begin with. And this crisis has really only brought us together even more. Um, everything from other breweries, uh, you know, they've reached out to us asking if we need anything. We reach out to them. Um, even just yesterday, uh, a brewery that we're very close with um, helped us out. We were, we were lacking a, a bag of lactose for one of our beers, and they supplied it for us. And you know, those little things go such a long ways. Um, and then even our accounts. So we have, you know, accounts that we sell beer to, uh, whether they're bottle shops or bars and, and restaurants and things like that, obviously kegs aren't going out anymore because nobody can really pour draft yeah. beer too much. Um, but we've even pivoted some of our operations as far as to go, uh, as far as those accounts go, um, things here and sending the crawlers to them uh, for them to sell. Um, if they don't have a crawler machine of their own, um, you know, getting our cans um, that we just canned this week out uh, to them within a, a matter of days so that they have fresh product uh, to resupply their shelves with. Cause a lot of these guys are they're getting shipments in and they're selling out in a matter of hours because people are, are coming in and, and grabbing it right away. So yeah. just yeah. kind of pivoting those things to try to, to keep everybody supplied with what they need to, to survive
1: right now. So a little bit about um, some of the events that you're still able to do in a safe way. Can you can you talk, you know, because, you know, we don't think about how many people this is impacting. So, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the events that you're safely doing?
0: Yeah. So, you know, a big part of our business here has always been food trucks since we don't have a kitchen. Um, so on the weekends you would come in and, and every table would be full and people would be here eating food from, from the food trucks outside. A lot of those trucks are suffering right now because there aren't a lot of places for them to go that they can, that they can still do that. So what we've done is worked with, um, some of the trucks that have a really good setup for to go service already. Uh, for example, Chuck's wood fired pizza. He has a shop right here in St. Charles. Um, he sets up his ovens outside. They still, Uh, make everything fresh the way it is but all you have to do is call them they take your order and and your payment information you pick up your pizza you can grab the beer from us to go and you're and you're out without ever even getting out of your car so it keeps it very safe it keeps it very low contact as far as the consumer goes and it helps them out it helps us out because it's a very symbiotic thing right they're bringing people for food we're bringing people for beer and it helps both of our businesses out. Um, we're going to expand that. Uh, we have a Chuck's Pizza tonight, actually, Friday night. Tomorrow we're having a Dr. Dogs. They're based out of Roselle. They do um, some fantastic sandwiches and things like that. Um, and then next Saturday we'll have Brogy um, Joe's, who do pierogies, um, and they'll even they're even pivoting a little bit too. They'll be selling some uh, some family size frozen dinners to take home with you, as well as fresh uh, freshly made brogies. So everyone's kind of shifting, and we're trying to figure out who's still able to to do business in a way that's safe for everybody.
1: That's awesome. So you're still able to keep your employees employed?
0: Yes. Um, We've been very lucky in the fact that uh, we have a a pretty small staff here. Uh, We do have six part-time bartenders. Some of them, bartending is all they do, and some of them have full-time jobs. So we have, um, aside from this, so we've been able to kind of shift things around and give the people who need more hours the hours that they need helping us fill these crawlers to go and running them out to cars and all of those things um but so far we've been able to keep everybody on board and and everyone's been happy with the amount of hours we're still able to maintain
1: that's awesome and we are
0: still making beer you might be able to hear some of the action in the background actually but uh, (laughs) people have been asking like are you guys even still brewing anymore like what's the future look like and right now we are we're holding the course we're brewing almost every day uh, getting things ready to resupply us as, as you know, things are trickling out of the, the tap room here. And so we'll have new releases uh, almost every week still, and which will give people something new to look forward to uh, throughout the week as well.
1: That's yeah. great. Absolutely.
0: Um, are there any other things that you want to talk
1: about that you guys have been doing or um, anything else?
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things that we really wanted to focus on here at Riverlands from uh from the time we opened up was supporting local artists as well. Um, you know, One of those things was live music that we've really started to ramp up right before this, um, mm-hmm. this pandemic came, came around. So one thing that we're doing and we experimented with last Sunday uh, is continuing our Sunday sessions as we call them. It's where we have artists come in here and, and perform. And instead of having them come in, uh, we basically sponsor them to do their act out of their own home uh, where they're, you know, where they're safe, obviously. And um, we, we supply them with some beer to drink while they're on the air and some, some you know, swag, some hats and shirts and whatever. And, uh, and then let them do their thing for people. And then we promote it on all of our social channels. Uh, we hosted a, a watch party on Facebook last weekend for our friends. Uh, they're a duo called Make It a Double. And they're a very local band, uh, fairly yep. well known. And so we wanted to s- support them and keep that going. And we're looking at doing that with some other artists as well.
1: That's great. Now, I know you have um, limited hours right now. Yeah. Three to six?
0: No, we're actually uh, a little bit more than that. We're doing uh, pickups between noon and 8 p.m. Oh, okay. Um, And we're going to keep that going Wednesday through Sunday um, while it makes sense to. If we need to whittle that down over time, we will. But so far, it's been busy enough that we've been able to keep that going.
1: And how would someone who either wanted to find out about the food trucks or about Ordering beer, where would someone go?
0: Sure, um, the best place uh, for us right now is Facebook. I know not everybody's on Facebook, but um, you know we put all of our events on the on our Facebook page. Um, we post almost daily about what new beers are, are available and how the curbside pickup works, as far as doing your online orders and and calling us when you arrive and all of those things. Um, we're also on Instagram. We do a lot of posting on Instagram. You can also go to our website, although. That's the one channel that maybe falls off a little bit for us. We are trying to keep up on that as well, but we do list events on there. We have a blog we can share news on as well there too.
1: So your website is?
0: Uh, Riverlandsbrewing.com.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Well, that's if all If you just point search point. for us on Facebook, we, come, we pop up pretty easily on there too. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we will definitely support you, um, and we're going to put this on social media, so hopefully you guys can share this too, get the word out. You, in addition to our other five breweries in St. Charles, we hope people support you guys. We want you guys to, to feel the love that St. Charles has for you. you I know you recently celebrated your one-year anniversary, so congratulations, right. we wanna keep you alive. So thank you. Um, thank you for pivoting and doing all that you're doing.
0: Thank you so much, guys, and we appreciate uh, your support as well. And really just wanna say thank you to the entire community uh, of St. Charles and, and the Tri-City area. And as well as the craft beer community at large, it's been uh, very, you know, we already knew what a great community we were a part of, but this is just only magnified that, you know, a hundred times. So thank you all.
1: That's great. So, yeah, there's all the questions that we have. Thank you again, Jeremy, for coming in and sharing your you.
0: inspiring stories with us. And, you know, we love having you in the community and hope that everyone gets a chance to come out and support you guys. So um, we'll have some more videos like this one coming out. So until then stay safe out there, everyone, and have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye-bye.